Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today our people can see that we're faced with a government conspiracy. This government has failed us. The senators who are filibustering concerning your and my rights, that's the government. Don't say it, southern senators. This is the government. This is a government filibuster. It's not a segregationist filibuster. It's a government filibuster. Any kind of activity that takes place on the floor of the Congress. Yeah, baby. True Colors back. What's going on? It's your boy D.U.B. with his homie Cobb. Courtesy of City J. Blog Talk Radio. What up, Cobb? What's up with it, man? Man, ain't nothing, man. Ain't nothing, man. How you been? I've been chilling, man. Just seeing, seeing the world at its demise every day, every week, every hour. Seems like things going downhill, man. Yeah, everybody got a gun now. Seems like I'm, I'm looking at the news. It's like everybody getting divided. You know what I'm saying? Slowly but surely. You know what I'm saying? One side. Because people fed up in the one side acting because they tired of acting, you know. Like I'm saying, man, it's just and the thing is, I understand why black people mad, but I can't understand for nothing why the white people so mad. Yeah, I don't, I, just, I don't understand it either, man. It seems like with the whole cop thing too, man. It's just like they they trying to make you pick a side. And, uh, and, you know, we've always been really anti-police because we know the brutality they cause in our community. And the origin. You know, to the past, yeah, the origin of it, the slave patrol. So, yeah. you know, it just seems like, I don't pick a side thing, you know, a majority of black people, like, we're not exactly, you know, against police, but we understand, like, some police are bad, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, man, we didn't. Like they, like they're bad. They they can be perceived bad in in every other situation except for when it comes to killing black people. Exactly. It's like we didn't draw this line. They did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They drew this line in the eighteen in the sixteen sixteen hundreds down there. They drew this line in. You know, it's them against us, and they're supposed to be. You know, they lie and say they're supposed to be keeping the peace, but you know. They don't do that. They just, they dive on you and expect you to just turn into a sheet of paper and just fall down. Now, understanding that we men and women, and because and they use excessive force, knowing that they go get away with it. You know what I'm saying? We have yeah. to learn to stick together just like they do. You know what I'm saying? Like when them two cops say it's two cops, you got a black cop and you got a white cop. They might when they off duty, they might not even hate. They might hate each other. They might not talk to each other. But when they on duty. They got each other back, man. They look out for each other. That's what we got to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't know the black dude or something, you know, of course I'm not going to be his best. But if I see an injustice, we got to do more than pull out a video camera. We got to try to 
save his life. Videotaping him getting killed ain't saving his life. You know what I'm saying? Put your phone down. I know you want evidence. That's cool. But as you can see, the evidence ain't working no way. So they have to understand that if you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. That's just my solution. But anyway, we're getting off topic, man. Just let's get into this little sports, you know, stuff real quick. We we got a it's it's related to it's related to the topic, but um, we trying to stick to the original format. But they had a WNBA game. What was the team? The Minnesota Lynx. Minnesota Lynx. Yeah, yeah, the Minnesota, Minnesota Lynx. Lynx. Okay, so what was going on? The girls wore some T-shirts. The players. Yeah, the the players wore T-shirts. It wasn't nothing too, you know. In my opinion, you know, it kind of had. It came from both sides. It was like, you know, I, I can't remember verbatim, but it was pretty much just saying, you know, they want to stop police violence, but at the same time, it was we need to look in the mirror and change things ourselves. And uh, the cops that were supposed to be securing the game actually was upset and left. So for that game, they had no security. And um, you know, a couple of a couple of the players um, spoke and was you know kind of just telling their stories about when they were younger and some of the the cop runnings they had. And you know, I, I really didn't see that big of a deal in it. You know, they they wore shirts. The shirts wasn't one side. They was kind of addressing both both sides issues. Um, you know, you can't tell anybody not to talk about a personal story that they had involving cops, you know. So, I mean, I didn't see anything wrong with it. But, of course, you know, the police took it, uh, took offense with it and, you know, left the game. Yeah, yeah. But my thing is that those cops get reprimanded for walking off on their job because if those WNBA players said, they really got tired of police officers, and they walked out on their job. Best believe them ladies would have got fined and, and fired or who who knows what, maybe even probation and try to say they started a riot or something because there wasn't no game to be played. Because you know them girls would have got punished because I'm pretty sure most of them sisters anyway. So you know that they would have got yeah. punished. So if don't let it happen to these police officers for walking out on their job, and their job is way more serious and crucial, than a damn basketball game. So anybody could have walked in there and start shooting anybody unprotected. You left kids, women, and children, even white kids, women, and children, unprotected, you know what I'm saying, because of a T-shirt. That's how, that's the people that we're dealing with. Now, if those cops wasn't dealt with in a, in a responsible way, then players shouldn't be dealt with from walking out on their job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how you fix that, you know. They picked the right I don't think they're gonna, the gonna be reprimanded. From what I was listening to, a lot of it was, you know, saying like a lot of the security at those games are off patrol, um, so they're not actually like on the clock, but they volunteer to, you know, uh, secure the game. Now, in my my opinion, I think they should still be reprimanded regardless of you volunteer, you know. So you got to do what you're supposed to do. But, you know, that's the excuse I'm hearing a lot right now, that they wasn't officially on duty. They were off duty and volunteered for the service. Yeah, man, that's that's some propaganda mess, man. If it was a bunch of all-black cops, best believe, oh, they would have got suspended for two weeks without pay or something, if, especially if anything would have happened. Let them women walk out and say they not they not playing until – Change is made, even if it's the WNBA. They so they gonna be so damn scared that 
it's going to affect the college and the high school. Like, I'm telling you, man, they so scared of losing that money, man. You can't be scared to lose that money. You can't just say it either. You got to show these people that you ain't scared to lose this money. These young kids thinking they they trying to make it out the hood, though, man. That's the only thing. You can't ask somebody to give up their dream for, you know, for any reason. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not fair to them personally, but it's fair it's for all of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, these white folks do not give a shit about you on that damn basketball court of that field. Like, they laughing at y'all, man. Like, they are. I was, t- I was um, listening to this dude. Talk about, he used to be a, a work for an owner of an NFL team. He said, you should hear the way these owners talk about these players behind closed doors. Like, the Donald Sterling, that's nothing. Like, they, these, these owners, they really think they own and and control these men's lives. And some of them do, but they really think that, you know, they got that ego like they some slave owners. You know what I'm saying? They on top of the world. You know what I'm saying? But if you pull that, that rug out from under them, they'll understand once they start losing money. That's all they understand, money and violence. That's it. And if black people ain't got no money, then violence, unfortunately, is the last resort, which once I said, should only be used as defense. But a lot of people... It's not listening, just like old boy in Baton Rouge just recently. Um, now, CNN says, we're talking about the Baton Rouge now, CNN says that somebody called the police to a location reporting the crime, and then they showed up, and then somebody jumped out with an AR-15. Now, I've talked to some people. I've heard from some residents of Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge is a very small town. So everybody knows pretty much everybody, especially when something go down. Some people, somebody, it's always somebody talking. So they saying that it was a shootout between over something else, and nobody called the cops. They was just responding to gunfire shots fired at a certain location, and they got caught in crossfire, unfortunately. That's the word on the streets. Now, CNN, of course, they saying that the dude was a terrorist, and they set up police officers, and there was a black cop. One of the cops that got killed was a black cop, Montreal Jackson, a young black cop. He used to be uh, active on social media saying that, you know, when he take his uniform off, they look at him from the white folks like they hate him. Then when he put it on, black people look like they hate him. It was just he was going through a lot. Now he did, and that's, that's fucked up. But I'm going to let you get it in, cop. Well, yeah, I kind of heard the um, same thing. I know the when it was all kind of going down, the whole thing, of course, you know, they tried the whole race-baiting thing and trying to say it was a Black Lives Matter. And, you know, they they uh, ambushed the police because I actually had someone call me um, and was saying that they heard there was an ambush. And I was like, you know, that just don't sound right. And I tried to, I tried to explain to a couple people, man, it's like, you know, a lot of the stuff that they say when it comes to black people, like it wouldn't fly with no other race. You know, it's like it's like they look at us as, as we're so inferior through everything else, but when it's something criminal-minded, they give us so much credit that it's ridiculous, like stuff that, that we physically can't even do. Like we talk about a lot of times when they when young black men get shot, it's never really like they, they got shot and went down. It's always he got shot in the arm. And then he kept coming, and I shot him in the head, and he took the bullet out of his head and gave me this menacing look, and I was so scared, so I had to shoot him 15 more times. A lot of that stuff is just not realistic. 
but yet whenever it comes to black people, they they seem to look at us like we're some type of creature that that can just eat a bullet whenever we're getting shot at, and then that that's how they justify it, and it, it don't yeah. make any sense. We don't get we don't get a lot of credit on nothing else during the world, but when it comes to violence. Do they make us look like we're some dangerous experts and like we the Hulk or something and don't feel pain? Yeah, man, that's, that's just how it is, man, unfortunately, because of that media. Like I said, man, CNN, they talking about, they saying it was an ambush. Of course, all the news, TV, media, owned by white people saying that it's an ambush, but because of social media now, Luckily, we got streets. Dude named Tim Black. I was just watching on Facebook. He was giving them a rundown. Come tell me, Baton Rouge is so small. It's it's like half the size of Fort Worth, bro. You know what I'm saying? We think Fort Worth is little, but Baton Rouge is very small. You know what I'm saying? It's not like New Orleans or something. You know, Baton Rouge is little. Okay, I've been there before. It's little. It's really a college town. You know, LSU, you know what I'm saying? That's really a college town. You just stay, you know, that's the only time white people show up anyway, but... Anyway, they making these videos. They telling the same story. The streets not lying, man. Black people, I believe my, I believe my, the streets over CNN and stuff, man. I just read CNN to see what bull crap they gonna say. You know what I'm saying? And then I go to the, you know, to the streets on Twitter and Facebook, and if they pretty much saying the same stuff, which is saying that two dudes were shooting, unfortunately, which is horrible. You know what I'm saying? Over some nonsense, some non-police ambush shit. And then the police pulled up because it's a small town. You go hear shots, especially the dude had an AR-15. That shit loud. You go hear that, so they rolled up. And especially if you call the police, man, in Baton Rouge right now, the city's so hot, there's going to be more than three cops show up, I'm, I'm guessing. There's going to be at least three cars or two people in it. And there's going to be six cops, at least. But only three cops rolled up because I guess they was close. And they were shooting, and the dude didn't want to go to jail, you know, so he was in the bang out. And brother man, uh, cop got killed, you know what I'm saying? He, from his little social media I checked out briefly, he seemed cool. I don't know him, of course. But he seemed, you know, he was young. He was a young black dude, too. In his early 30s, he pretty, you know, he seemed pretty, you know, he seemed like a good dude. It was, a, you know, it was a terrible situation, man. That should should have never happened, but now the media, the way they're doing this with their propaganda, they just switching it up, making us look like we just so military tactical trained now. You know what I'm saying? Like black people don't call the police to kill them. We we don't want that kind of heat on us because they know they're gonna kill us in our family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how I, that's how I look at it. You, I mean, it's kind of yeah. just been a, that's how we've always looked at cops. I mean. I don't. I don't think that. I don't. I don't know why it's not understood. Like I mean, you know, I know you said put the camera phones down with something going going on, but like a lot of the, a lot of of the resentment that's going on now is the fact that we do have camera phones as well. And it's like after you keep telling people something, like we've been like we've been saying for years, like these cops are doing this and this and this and this. You know, first it, it was just straight out denial, where it was like, well, they're not doing anything. And then now that we got it on video, then it turns into, well, what did you do? So, you know, yeah, and that's the thing, man, that 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 we got to start looking at. Like now the narrative is changing. It's not even becoming anymore about the art doing it because now you got the video clearly showing 
that they're taking, you know, abuse of power when it comes to to black men or black women, just black people in general. So now since since they can't really rely on that anymore because you see the videos where a lot of the time it could be prevented in, you know, a different way. Like, I don't even know why they carry tasers anymore. Like, they, they don't seem to use them a lot, you know, so... So now the narrative has changed to, well, what did you do to, to deserve to be killed? And, you know, after the fact, you already did. So it ain't like you got you can explain any situation. Yeah, man, that's garbage, man. And now they just passed the law to outlaw body count for the public. So if somebody kill you, your family member, and they want the body count footage, and it's just body count footage, they probably won't even tell you if he had a body cam on, but if you, you know his body count footage from the cop. Then you have to take your money and your time to go to Superior Court just to get the body cam footage, and then you can still lose the case just to get the body cam footage. After the fact, I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? So these rules are not set up to help us, which is another, which is another problem. You know what I'm saying? Which proves that this government does not give a shit about the people. They only targeting poor people, black and white and brown. They only targeting poor people. Black, brown, and even white sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But mostly black and brown, of course. You know? So it's a money thing. You know, they know if you stay in a fancy neighborhood, they know you got money, they know you got connections, they're going to get right. They're going to get their act right. You know what I'm saying? They know if you stay in the hood or public housing or Section 8 type areas, middle class, then they know they got a chance, a good chance that, you just, oh, he just want to go home, so I might kick him in the ass a few times and let out my frustration because I've been arguing with my wife to take it out on him, and that'll be it. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you can't treat people like like that if if all lives matter. You know what I'm saying? They, they scared yeah, I don't. To say, they're scared to say rich lives matter or only white lives matter. They don't, all lives matter. Yeah, actually. In Dallas today, they had a they had a protest for White Lives Matter. Actually, I don't. It, it didn't seem very large, but you know, it was a group of people out there. They had the Texas flag, they had the um, the U.S. flag, and of course, they had the um, what's the other flag? The little racist Better shit. Say. Yeah, they had the Confederate flag out there flying it as well. So you know, they they actually gonna. Probably I I figure that'll gain a little bit more attraction in the next couple of weeks because no one's really addressing the issues anymore on why our race relations are so bad nowadays. Yeah, man. If you if you look on Twitter and stuff, it's like you just check and see who's, who's trending. They control that too. It's like Austin Sterling and Philando Castillo. They were only trending for a day, and then they pull that shit right off. It's like. I know people didn't stop talking about them overnight. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want you to know about the victims. They only, they want, they've cornered the market for sympathy. You know what I'm saying? And that's to put on the front for the rest of the world, I think. They want to make, they want to make it look like to the rest of the world to look good in front of the other countries. And they already know that y'all full of shit. Even Jackie Chan came out and said, America is the worst what did, what did he say? I don't want to get it right. Jackie Chan actor, he said America has the worst I don't racial know. I just read it earlier. America has the worst racial racial something in the world. You know what I'm saying? So he, he, he knows. These people know. 
You can't hide it. I mean, a lot of. I think outside of America, a lot of people know. I mean, you know, uh, the UN has has talked to the UN has the to the um, United States several times about race relations, and they really don't ever seem to to affect them. You know, the I think it was whoever governs Egypt. He had a statement today talking. Well, I think it was a couple of days ago. He sent to Obama and was like, you know. How can you tell us how to run our country when you're cops? And, you know, when you get to that, then, you know, that's kind of just, that's how it works, man. I mean, you know, we, we got to stop putting on this front that was so united. I, I really don't know if I see that much hope in it, but, you know, at the same time, I mean, we got to at least, if we're going to, we, we got to see exactly what we're going to do. Either we're going to unite or we're going to separate. Now, I've always been for really just separation separation of it just because we have so much history of negativity that unless they're going to take some drastic action into fixing it, it's never going to change. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I think it's too much. I think, like I said, the only thing they respond to is money, unfortunately, and violence. That's that's what the country is built on, and that's what it's going down on. It's always gonna go back to it to the origin of what started you. It's just like you were born alone, you die alone. This country, this country, America builds itself on money and violence. Like they know, they know they killed millions of people, African people in the Holocaust. That was Germany, of course, but they know they killed millions of Native Native Americans. But we still have a Columbus Day. They know they yeah. owe black people for. For slavery, for the Atlantic slave trade, the biggest crime in humanity, the most biggest and profitable crime in humanity, which is why America's so young and but has so much money, you know, off the backs of people of color. And they know that pretty much, in my opinion, white people have contributed actually zero to the world except for destruction and chaos. That's it. Like they have, as far as I'm concerned, without people of color, this world will be in ruins. That's my that's my take on this. The world will be in ruins. No, no white man has contributed to society to change the world for the better, in my opinion. And if he did come up with something, he used it as a weapon, or some other white folks got him, got to it and used it as a weapon. To control the masses or make themselves rich and take away from the people who need their money the most. After they created the money and and kept it all for themselves, they made us need it. There's enough natural resources, there's enough food, it's enough it's enough animals in this world to satisfy everybody. It's enough vacant it's enough vacant homes to 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 shelter the homeless people in America. But they don't give a shit Like they don't give a shit There's so much evidence stacked up against them And they just continue to ignore it That's what I'm saying Like all they understand is money and violence And we don't have money So I'm not promoting violence I'm just saying You keep pushing people You keep pushing people And once we learn our enemy There's only two things that you understand And one of them we ain't got The shit in bad like it's gonna happen. Like shit in Baton Rouge is gonna happen. Like even though I don't think it was an ambush, the streets ain't want to ambush. The kids know if he get caught, he ain't got no money to get out of jail. He banging out. 
You know what I'm saying? What's going to happen when a lot of people wake up more than so? You know what I'm saying? And understand what I'm telling you is right. All they understand, I'm going to keep saying that, I don't care. All they understand and all they respond to is money and violence in that order. You know what See, I'm the problem, all they care about. The problem that we're having right now, the situation that we're running into right now is America has tried to prejudge how much abuse one can take. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, they do all these things and they've done it so many times that they kind of predetermine, like, all right, you know, this ain't going to be that big of a blowover. It's just like that man that continuously beats his wife until she gets fed up and kills his ass. So what you're having now is the same thing to where they predetermined that a lot of this was going to blow over because it had blown over so many times and now you're just starting to see the water boil out of the pot. And it's, it's creating so much tension that it, it literally becomes you have to pick a side. You know, and me being black and you being black, then, you know, I have to pick. If I have to pick a side, I have to pick a side with my people. Like, that's just the reality of the situation. Like, I can't pick a side with them because they don't see things like we see it. Like that's just that's that's it. Like you know, they continuously operate from a position of structural power, so they don't understand it. To where we operate, as you know, I guess the 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 lower on the totem pole. Like we we see things more clearly because it continues to get done to us. They don't see it at all because you know they operate from a position of power from here throughout all around the world. Like they never try to solve anything. They don't fix. They don't really try to fix anything, and that's that's the problem that we're, that we're running into on a constant basis now in this last month. And my, I really think it's gonna get worse. I don't see anything getting better from the situation. Yeah, man, I, I honestly don't either. I mean, I hate to see people get killed, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, all they understand is money and violence. So with that said. People are going to resort to what they've been accustomed to. You know what I'm saying? You can't put people in a corner and expect them to just keep taking it. You put anybody in a corner, they're going to fight their way out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you don't you don't kill somebody you're afraid to kill if you're afraid of the consequences. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can say they're scared so they kill them, but if you're even more scared of them consequences, you'll shoot them in the leg or something and take them down. At least, but try to savage them. I mean, we've seen we've seen videos of police shooting people in the back when they was running off. You know, so sometimes it's it's, it's really not fear. It's just you can do what you want, because you know you won't be be reprimanded because you're a cop and you got a uniform. And once again, like I said, when it comes to shooting a black person, you really don't have to have that much, you know, defense. It's it's the key word is I was scared. You know. And once they say that, a lot of a lot of other white people can relate to being scared of black people because they give us such this this crazy image of being like this evil Hulk. That once they say that, they they can envision their son being scared of a black person or their daughter being scared of a black person. And then you know when the shots go off, it kind of is what it is. And that's yeah. that's what we got to get out of. Yeah, white people are systematically trained to to think we. To associate us with negativity through movies, television, radio, 
you know what I'm saying? Like they are socially programmed to associate us with with poverty, violence, defenseless animals. You know what I'm saying? And that's not the truth. That's not just that's the farthest from the truth. So when you have all that, they start to act like the animals, and they don't realize it. You gotta dig. You gotta look at their side. They don't know they're wrong because that's what they've been programmed to. And they think that we animals, so they gotta act like animals. Which and then we looking like we looking crazy. It's like, whoa, we not animals. Why are you acting like we animals? You know what I'm saying? That's why we keep talking about peace and y'all keep acting like the animals. Cause they programming the cops. They tried to program us. They programmed us for four hundred years. We programmed now. Yep. We stuck on Jesus and all that. We already they done programming us. So now they programming the other side. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you, when they at target practice and they training, they have posters of African-American men, you know what I'm saying? Like, not white men, African-American men, they shooting at when they training as the villain. So that's that registers in your psyche. That's just a small example of how they do us, you know what I'm saying? Even the black police officers, they shoot African-American men at training. They don't change it for them either. So they programming us through the police force too. These police officers are nothing but pawns in a bigger game, just like us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they are enemy. But they, you know what I'm saying, that's only a small part of our enemy. They're an extension of our enemy, the real enemy. You know what I'm saying? They're getting used just like us. And if you're not woke, if you're not trying to understand and do something about it, then you're part of the problem. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be rich. You don't have to, you know, be white or have a lot of, you know, any you don't have to have a lot of resources to try to change. All you need is knowledge. And with everybody having a cell phone in their hand, that's pretty easy to get. You know what I'm saying? Just get off social media for a second and look up some stuff, and you'll see that these people are programmed to treat you like you're nothing. They treat you like a number. You know what I'm saying? Like, get down, set up, even our women. You see the way they do our women? You know what I'm saying? Sandra Bland wasn't the first. She ain't the last. You know what I'm saying? They've been doing that. Now they're coming after our sisters. You know what I'm saying? Even our Latino sisters, they're coming after them too. They associate them. It's all the same. So Yeah, and they keep, they keep going out, you know, people that they hated in the past, like the Ali's and the Martin Luther King's and stuff like that. But it's like, yo, y'all hated these people at the top. Exactly. Like, you know, so you can't then kill them. And, you know, after we look into it and see all the negative things you've done to them to try to disrupt their cause, now come out and, and say, it, you know, we want to get them a holiday or we love them so much when they die. And it's like that clearly wasn't the case at the time. And it's not it's not regular people that was just doing this. I mean, these were government entities, entities that were involved in taking down these people and these groups. So, exactly. you know, that's... that's that's another thing you can't be brainwashed by when a lot of, you know, if they want to come up to you and, you know, talk about Ali and praise Ali, but it's like, you know, just think about it, man. If you was back in that day, them probably be the same people trying to incriminate and throw them in, either throw them in jail or, you know, kill them, whichever way they they could get it. That's, that's, that's exactly. really the type of people that we're dealing with. They didn't start loving Ali until he got sick and couldn't talk no more. Yep. That's it. That's it. Now, oh, he's a treasure. Just take a picture with him. He can't get on the stage and get on speeches like he used to. 
and piss us off. So this guy has to leave him alone. He old now, you know. Yeah, you're the greatest. Yeah, as long as you're quiet, you know. But go ahead, who you got for the song of the week, Cop? Take us into it. All right, song of the week is uh, I'm Still Standing. It's from my boy Andrew Williams. You can follow him on Twitter at Andrew W0789. Once again, song called I'm Still Standing. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. Your boy Drew. Here's another one. Yo, I ain't really said much on everything that's going on in this world today, you know what I'm saying? Yo, this wasn't even the one I was about to drop, but sometimes you gotta get the world what they needed here instead of what they wanted here. You may have thought that I was down in the process of breaking down, yet I'm getting up and standing my ground. You may have thought I was defeated, if that was your goal, it's not completed. Through the trials and tests, I know I succeeded. You may be thinking there was no way, no way, no way, no way, no way, no way that I could rise above it all. My Lord will make way. The world that I live in no longer understands. I keep pushing forward, that's why I'm still standing. Dallas, Kentucky, Missouri, down in Cleveland. People lose their faith, our children nothing to believe in. That madhouse, that slaughter, hard raising the son of in the world trying to survive through hell and high water Till I stand Facing oppression and true calamity, true calamity. Hands on my cross while I'm praying for your I'm family for your sword in the jungle in the field when they roaming While I'm thankful for my sight despite a wolf in sheep's clothing Broken relation promises from my nation causes all like a patient And accept no obligation If you look at what happened it all took place in a week They don't expect us to speak Leaving us humble and weak Instead of looking at color What people need to discover is you feel pain like I do And you be red like another See a storm is on its way and we can stand against the weather But we're stronger in the group if we all standing together You may together. have thought that I was down In the process of breaking down Yet I'm getting up and standing my ground You may have thought I was defeated If that was your goal it's uncompleted Through the trials and tests I know I you may be thinking there was no way, no way, no way, no way, no way, no way, no way that I could rise above it all. My Lord will make way. The make way. that I live in no longer understand it. Gotta keep pushing forward. That's why I'm still standing. Fingers interlaced on my knees, steady praying, looking for answers. The government is delaying, like the one in Minnesota, poor because of tail like I shot in front of his daughter, no longer sleep good at night. Like the one Louisiana, kind of a different setting. Shot five to eight times, not even carrying a weapon. Down in Cleveland, 12 year old Tamir Rice playing with a pellet gun when a cop, he took his life. Not saying all cops are bad, not saying all cops are good. Maybe they are misjudged, maybe we misunderstood. Put our faith in a gun and never turn out the sun that was sent down for us. Sacrifice off for none Instead of hating each other The only thing to discover Is that our birth could answer With no exception of color If we open our eyes And try to fight as a team Through the bloodshed and tears Take it to the extreme Then the world as we know Will be surely redeemed If we talk to our kids And life no longer a dream There's a storm on the way And we can stand against the weather But we stronger in the group If we all stand together That's real I mean that's just how I feel about it all You know what I'm saying I mean it's supposed to be The land of the free but it's looking like the home of the brave every day. 
and it's got to stop somewhere. His biggest power is probably deception, getting you to believe. Hey, you may have thought that I was down, I was down. in the process of breaking down. Breaking yet I'm getting down. up and standing my ground. You may have standing thought up. I was defeated. Yeah, if please. that was your goal, it's uncompleted. Through the trials and tests, I, I know I succeeded. You may be thinking there was no way. No way, no way, no way, no way, no way that I could rise above it all. My Lord will make way. The world that I live in no longer understanding. Gotta keep pushing forward. That's why I'm still standing. for a while, race relations in America, and how do you think we can fix these race relations in America because they're in the red right now? So, Kyle, what you got? Well, you know, the reason why we have race relations, uh, bad race relations in America right now is the same reason it always been, because somehow, some way, like, white people just refuse to listen to how much the past and the present going on in different situations affect you when you're black. You know, we all know everybody goes through their own personal struggles, you know, financially and and, in other ways. But, you know, at the same time, it's like no matter what we tell them that's going on, they never believe it. Like, you know, they talk about the ghettos and everything like that, like the ghettos was created by the government. You know, the the wealth disparity, they always want to say they, they want to fix it, yet they're willing to give up nothing. So, you know, you can't you can't control all the wealth and say you want to fix the disparity, yet yet don't give up anything. So, you know, that's that's a lot of the problems that, that we seem to be having. It's it's like they don't they don't relate with any they have no empathy towards any of our struggle, whether it's backed by facts. You know, whether it's backed by speculation or just human nature of the situation. You know, if if I have a family, which I do, and if I'm doing something and, you know, my wife tells me it's wrong, my son tells me it's wrong, my grandmother tells me it's wrong, my mom tells me it's wrong, at some point you got to look in the mirror and say, okay, maybe I'm doing something wrong. But, you know, once we continue to tell them, it, it went from first, like, no, they don't believe it, to then they find out you're telling the truth. And it's, they kind of just look at you like, how you how are you going to fix it? You got to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and just keep it pushing. And they don't understand yeah. the mental toll that, it's, that it takes on us every week, every day of our lives to continue to have this much going against us. Right. And another thing is they they don't seem to – Actually care You know what I'm saying Like You can't make a person care That's the thing You know You could Give them all the facts You can show them how bad it is You can show them the stress charts And all that But if they genuinely Just don't give a shit Then You gotta hit them where it hurts In their pocket Or take them out You know what I'm saying Like what you said is 100% true 
you know what I'm saying? They don't they don't know because they not most of them not in that in that position of emotional distress that we in, you know what I'm saying? That's why the black people are just getting fed up. It's like we been fed up. And then you keep nothing's changing like at all. We got a black president who ran his campaign on change and nothing's changing. You know what I'm saying? Things have gotten worse for some people actually. Of color. A lot of people of color. And that was a huge letdown. You know what I'm saying? Now we got these politicians who are obviously couldn't couldn't run a business, but now they about to run the country, spitting in our face every chance they get lying and being proven to be liars, but they still they still winning. That's a slap in the face with our politics. You keep slapping us in the face because you don't think we're interested in this stuff, and the reason why we're not interested or we don't like them because you keep slapping it in our face is like these people get away with crimes every single day, and you throw us in jail for can- stealing candy bars. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the America that we live in. It's like it's two different Americas. You know, like everything changes yeah. if you money, but if you're poor, like I said, if you're black, white, or brown, if you're poor, you're going to lose. You know what I'm saying? It's not even about color. The only color they care about is green. You know what I'm saying? Like, if black people were rich, then, of course, the shoe would be on the other foot. They'd come after white folks or somebody else. It's not about black and white. It's about green with these people. As I always see, we, they, get away with, they get away with bullying people because they know that we don't have the guns. I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about actual guns. I'm talking about guns such as major corporations, um, even big charities owned by nothing but black people. We have no leverage, you know what I'm saying? So they keep fucking us over. We don't vote because yeah, they don't give a fuck about us. That's the thing that, that I think like white America failed to realize, too. It's like a lot of the companies that have so much wealth now, it's not like someone just, just started that within, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, you might, you you might get one or two that hit here and there, but a lot of that, a lot of their financial gains go back to slavery. Well, we wasn't mm-hmm. able, well, we wasn't able to accumulate any wealth. Well, we wasn't able to read all this stuff. And then that's the thing. It's so, it's, it's so much common sense involved when you're just talking about the human aspect of the situation. Look, man, I've been holding you down. For so long, for four or five hundred years, and and now when we finally try to let you operate in a system that I created, when you were deemed not even human, you should succeed in that system. Like that don't make any sense. Exactly, it's just common sense. And like, and when you when you break it down to them like that, and they still deny, it's kind of like you know you get tired of even talking to them. And they don't want you to. They don't want you to back to the slavery thing where you couldn't read or write. Like I was watching Roots and um, when old girl Kizzy got caught about reading and writing, they sold her. Like it was like a five. I was reading this. I was reading this book, man. I was reading this slavery stuff, man, which is way more horrible than what they uh, they let it out to be. If you knew how to read and write and you was a slave, it was a ninety five, ninety seven percent chance that you would kill. They would kill you, man. They would kill you. They wouldn't sell you or nothing like that. They would flat out kill you. Because that's something that you can teach to everybody. They didn't want you to know that. Like, the only people that could read was, of course, the little preachers. And they controlled it. Yep. 
You know what I'm saying? Them are the only people that can read. And if they got caught trying to teach somebody to read, they would kill them and let somebody else do the preaching. And then they'd be so scared to teach somebody how to read, they'd be like, no, nah, this is my book, my little Bible they gave me. And I'm going to tell you what they what they want. They want you to shut up and pick cotton. That's what God wants. Like, no. Like, if you yeah, it's not like right, they let them read the, the entire Bible either. They, yeah, exactly. They made sure they taught them exactly what they wanted to hear out of the Bible to keep people in mental mental chains in their head and shackles where they, they it was harder for them to break the bondage. Exactly. They ripped the pages of Exodus out because they didn't want to know about Moses freeing those slaves. They didn't want to put that idea in their head. You know, they they did all that, man. Like they tell you one they tell you a piece of the story. They don't tell you the whole thing to let you know how evil they are. Like see, black people think that white people are bad but they don't know how deep it goes. Like, they don't know how evil these people are. I do. That's why I can't stand them like I do. Like, I try not to to hate them, but it, it's impossible. If you know if you know the knowledge, if you know enough, I don't know everything. I'm still learning. But the more you learn, the more upset you get because it's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? These people, I did so much to my people. I feel responsible. I feel a responsibility to try to shed some light on this situation, so people can understand our enemy. Like this go, this is every situation that we're going through today is deeper than what it seems. Like it's not about black and white. It's about green. The people with the real green are programming these badges to hate black for the most part through their training, and uh, they're throwing people in the environments that they don't understand. They're manipulating them by by backing them up on negativity because they got the money and we have none and and it's an ongoing cycle, man. It's just ridiculous. Like slaves didn't have, we still slaves. Like slaves didn't the same thing back then. You can kill a slave back then. You can kill us. It's the same difference. The the problem that's going on now, and you know, I, I'm gonna use the analogy. Like if I had a family member. That, that had a kid and that family member didn't give the kid the proper environment to, to grow and you could probably tell within when that kid is about four or five you could be like well it's a great chance that kid's going to jail okay they have another kid he's doing the same thing they're going to come out the same so what you're having is like this nation was birthed on corruption was birthed on hate birthed on violence you know, the systems that was put in place were made to hold us down. So no matter really what cops you put into that situation, like you're going to have a lot of the same effect because the system that's in place only makes them really one way. You know, it gives them a slant on reality, and that reality was caused, once again, by the government. You know, so I watched Obama on ESPN, his little town hall, and nobody really touched on it. I mean, a lot of the stuff he was saying was so cliche, I ended up fast-forwarding like the last 15, 20 minutes of it because it he wasn't talking about nothing. You won't be able to fix race relations in America until you address America's past. Like, that's 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 the only way it's going to work because right now, yeah. you know, they look like black people. You know, we also need to look more other things besides slavery. Yes, a lot of our hate 
and and hostility comes from slavery. But we need to also remember, like the Tuskegee experiments, you know, the FHA, FHA discrimination. Like it's a lot more things that happen besides just slavery, to where you can actually try to talk to a white person about everything that happened. And if you state those facts out, and they can look those facts up, and they still don't see an issue, then after that, it's kind of just like, fuck it. And I think that's the point that you're getting to now. Like, the the Internet is huge. You can look up information whenever you need to. You're getting a bunch of black people now that's starting to see this, this information. You've seen a black man get into office, not address any of these issues. That that causes more hostility, more anger. And once once the hope is gone of having a black president and even the highest supposedly in the land won't address your issues when it's well documented, then then that's where you start getting that's where you start getting the, the environment that we're living in right now. Yeah. I mean yeah. What what you're saying is it it all it all has an origin. This just didn't happen in the last fifty years. You know what I'm saying? Like this been happening for hundreds of years. You know what I'm saying? I honestly think that they planned it. You know what I'm saying? I honestly think that they sat down hundreds of years ago, our forefathers, and wrote this down and passed it on from generation to generation. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't put nothing past this US government. That's how the rich stay rich, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, that's the, once you just realize, man, like, I mean, you have to think of everything we did for them when we was back in bondage, when we was back in slavery. Like, the life they they led was so easy, and then just to have that stripped of them to where you literally got to start working when you didn't have to really do anything. Like, it wasn't in the plan for them to let us go. So the system that was created was for us to struggle and to continue having to work for them by any means necessary. And and that's the same thing that's going on now. I mean, we a lot of the things that we work for, and we want to establish our own wealth for our family and our family's family. We can't do anything unless we go through them. Oh, yeah. You know, they don't they don't understand that. That's 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 another thing. Like they don't see the the wealth disparity. Like they'll say, you know, when it comes to presidential elections and everything like that. But at the end of the day, I mean, when you're Caucasian, like the wealth that you have on your side is enormous compared to what we have. We have virtually none. So, you know, and 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 that's just something, man, that I, I, I really wish if they if they wanted to stop a lot of this this racial stuff going on, to have a real conversation about it, you know, because nope. when you put it in that context and you got the facts on your side, then you know, you can you can clearly see that the frustration of black people is really not with the current Caucasians in a society besides the fact that they don't want to hear the truth, but our beef really goes to the system itself and how it was set up to make us fail. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's just, it starts from ground zero, man. You gotta, you gotta actually sit down on TV, you know what I'm saying, so you won't have nothing to hide, and actually, they don't—they not go that slavery is the reason because then once you admit to something, 
you got to have to do something about it. So that's like saying, well, yeah, this stuff started because, you know, we took you out your natural environment and forced you to build for us for hundreds of years, and we gave you virtually nothing. So what do you do after that? So we'll... What's the natural question? So now you are you gonna give us one? Yeah, you know I'm saying like there you go. So since you admit the problem, now you gonna fix the problem. They don't want to. That's the part of the discussion that they don't want to get about. They'll make all of the movies and TV shows in the world, which is whitewashed anyway. They'll make those. They'll show you that side, but they not go talk about the other side. Like I said, they only talk about what they want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like. Even they, the new roots came out, white people were protesting. It made slave owners look bad. It made white people look bad in roots. Like, are you serious? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, supposed, it was bad. Yeah, like, that's what they, they was actually, they had a legitimate, they had people, legit, white people legitimately saying this. It's like, roots are making white people look bad. It's like, come on, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? They refused to acknowledge Five, they don't understand how long 500 years is. It's like they want you to get over that. It's like they have been raping us, killing us, brainwashing us, which is worst of all. They've been brainwashing us for hundreds and hundreds of years. They took us away from our religion. They took us away from our language. They took us away from our people. They took us away from our wealth. Africa's the wealthiest continent in the world. They took us from that shit. They took off the top, um, what is that? Off the tide, they took all the gold out of out of Africa. Not all of it, but most of it. The ivory, so it's so many, so much natural resources that they just sucked out the motherland that they don't talk about. I'm telling you now, like. People are, and they made you afraid of Africa. It's like every movie you see, like you've never seen a romantic movie, a love story based in Africa with two African, even just African-American people who just so happen to be in Africa. They don't make movies like that. They don't go to Africa. Hollywood doesn't green light movies to be made in Africa, the most beautiful place because in the world. Like people, people think Africa is so they, hot. Like, like, no. like you always say, you know, it's always about, about the money, and the reason why they don't do that is because uh, – the the numbers come back that they cannot sell black leads all around the world. So that's why they don't. When you put like an Angelina Jolie in the movie, you know, you can sell it to a majority of the world that's white and they'll buy it because, you know, she's white and they love her. But if you put a black woman there, then you got a majority of the world to where that movie won't be able to be sold overseas. And they don't want to put the money, the resources into a project that they cannot sell Overseas. Okay, but what about the black filmmakers? Okay, why don't Tyler Perry make a movie like that? Why don't Oprah do that? Like nobody wants to to even tell. Like they're not gonna go broke if they lose some money making a film in Africa. Like nobody wants to. Nobody promotes really going back to Africa just for a visit. I'm not saying never come back. I'm just saying like that's my dream vacation. Like I would. That's the first place that I I want to go. You know what I'm saying? Just to see for myself because I don't believe nothing they say anymore. Like, every movie that you see is a negative image of Africa. Like, like come on, man. Like, it can't be. Like, it's horrible. Everybody who, who, who's who been to Africa about Africa. I like mean, but that's, that's, 
you know, once again, though, you know, in my opinion, when you get when you get black people in those type of positions, or when they get that much money, they didn't get there by being black. You know, they got there by by acknowledging that they are not willing to fight for black people. You know, once once they can trust you that you're gonna that you're gonna be a good little nigga and not start nothing when we give you this money, and you know, with your influence that you gain, you know, you you don't you don't cause no ruckus. Then that's the only way you make it. I mean, that's why you see people on TV all the time. You know, whenever a, a race relations talk is going on, like you don't ever see people on there talking like us. It's a it's a it's a simple thing to to bring up slavery, you know, the FHA, and you know everything else that that conditions us to this society and why we feel that way. But what you what you get a lot of times is you get the black people on there that we don't recognize. That, that that don't act like anybody that we know that's already conformed to a system that will congratulate them on not being black. Yeah, that's dude. That's by brainwashing. They brainwash you into thinking that everybody needs money. They thinking that everybody, you want to be rich. You want to be this and you want to be that. And this is what you got to do to get it. Like, don't you understand that when they give it, they're going to take it right back you know what I'm saying? It's like you don't belong to you no more. You know what I'm saying? Once you sell out, once you sell out, ain't no going back. You know, that's the thing about black people. We have to stop letting these cool motherfuckers back in. You know what I'm saying? We still, we always forgiving them. Like, no, once you stay over there, you stay over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't no coming back. You know what I mean? Like, you see how they did Bill Cosby? You know what I'm saying? Like, they got him talking shit about us. And then once he got proven innocent, now it's like, nah, man. You, once you, when you was on your high horse, like, I never thought he was a rapist, actually. I knew what they was doing. But he didn't already talk too much shit about us that we didn't even want to have his back. So now he, he old now and got money. But it's like, you know, nobody in the next few years will see your show. Your legacy is dead. You know what I'm saying? Everything that you work for is dead. You know what I'm saying? Because... You didn't even want to back your own people. You know what I'm saying? If he did that, if he was standing up for us and not putting us down in public, then I'd be promoting his, his shows or his stand-ups. But anyway, we got to get in, dive into some solutions real quick that everybody can do to try to curve race relations. But, you know, all right, I think to the kids, to the kids, you know, well, I don't think a lot of kids listen, so I'm talking to the parents. Talk to your kids about it. You know what I'm saying? Starts at home anyway, so talk to the parents. Talk to your kids about it. Let your kids understand where they really come from. Let your kids know what they're really up against. Get off of Facebook. Get off of Twitter. And get to know your enemy. You know what I'm saying? Look up these laws. Look up the black codes. Look up slavery. Look up the slave tactics. Look how they force religion on us as slaves. Like, look at what they did to us exactly and read about it. Don't just read the headlines. Don't just read the titles. Read in depth and pass that knowledge on to your kids. And then encourage your kids, even if they go to public school, encourage your kids to confront his teachers about it and see what they say. If they say some nonsense, then go up there with your kids school with them and talk to your teachers about it and see if they can start teaching some some responsible some responsible curriculum 
you know, nothing crazy in his school so that he can learn about it and that other kids can learn about it. Because the more knowledge that you have, you know, you know, the more knowledge that you have, the more dangerous you can be. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's impossible for somebody to learn everything, but at this time and age, and everybody has, we, we live in an information age. Like, information is so easy to get. You, there's no excuse to be ignorant. You know, ignorance cannot be an excuse anymore. You have to break the cycle of not wanting to learn. Okay? That's my suggestion. What you got, Kyle? Well, my my solution is, you know, us as black people, what we need to do is, like you said, a lot is research how deep it goes, you know, see see a lot of the programs they implemented, see a lot of the taxes they tactics they did to, to disrupt black movements. Um, also, you know, something that I try to do myself is, like, I don't have a problem with, you know, explaining to a Caucasian my position on race, but at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to argue with you. And I'm actually not right. even trying to flip your flip your your decision. I'll come with facts. I'll take the facts to them. If you don't understand human nature, then fuck you. You know, at the end of the day, like I'm here to try to educate my people, here to try to help my people. Um, and I really just want us to continue to educate ourselves, understand who your enemy is, and operate, you know, with with self knowledge. Exactly. And um, with that, we go sign out today. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all our followers. Follow us on True Colors Podcast on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Follow us at True Colors Podcast on Twitter. Shout out to Steady J, Death Spot Radio, Blog Talk Radio. And we out. Yeah. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.